0: Well, more on politics now. Of course, Green Party co-leader James Shaw announced his resignation yesterday. His replacement will be announced by the 10th of March at the latest, at the very latest after a vote by party members. A few names are being thrown around, including high-profile MP Chloe Swarbrick. Uh, with us now is former Green MP Sue Bradford. Kia ora. Good morning. Uh, Morina. A few thoughts on James Shaw first. Uh, your assessment of his time as leader, the party's in pretty strong shape.
1: Um, he's really uh, built the Green Party's uh, corporate side, shall I say? Um, he came out of a um, Price Waterhouse Coopers, HSBC background in a suit and tie, and appealed to a certain kind of Green Party voter quite strongly. I think, as is shown by the fact he's been co-leader for all these years, um, despite um, undercurrents and, and some people in the party who weren't so happy with having him in that position. Um, but he's through his eyes, and from the, that part of the party which really supports um, the greening of capitalism, which I think is what um, James Shaw is all about, uh, he has done a good job for them um, alongside his his colleagues. Is one can you, speak you
0: say through their eyes? Are you, are you suggesting that you're not 100. percent
1: uh, well I don't think it's been any secret that I'm, um, well I, I left the Green Party some time ago because it wasn't progressive enough and under James, Shaw, um, James Shaw's leadership it continued down that path and I think the epitome of that was when Mr Shaw um, actually advocated to put $11.5 million of COVID funding into a private school in 2020 which went against every Green Party policy I'd ever heard of and of course there was um, he, he pulled back on that as much as he could um, and the way you know, he's gone after compromise on climate change, but personally, I would have much preferred, as, as I think many party members would have, if he'd taken a much less compromising and much stronger position on things like um, looking really at the efficacy of emission trading schemes at the role of agriculture and so on.
0: Even if the legislation which he's managed to get bipartisan support on didn't survive?
1: Uh, well, from my point of view, it would have been better to push a much stronger, clearer agenda um, than the zero carbon bill turned out to be. Um, and it would have been much better for the Greens not to have been part of the um, majority Labour government in the last term and have, have maintained the, the kind of really uh, clear position on climate change and equality, the treaty that Tabati Māori well, let me has. me ask you, you been, do yeah.
0: you think they could hold the level of support they have, though, if they were to be... Purely more, you know, less pragmatic, more idealistic, more uh, progressive, as you say. Do you think?
1: Um, well, who knows? That's with the voter, but I think that they, if to make to move left. You can do that pragmatically and clearly. Um, the issues of climate justice, poverty and inequality in the treaty are accelerating and massive in this country. It's becoming even more divisive under the new government and the Green Party really has a chance now to refresh itself, to reshape itself in a more progressive direction and I think um, Mr Shaw's resignation is actually really timely I'm sure for himself <laughs> as w- as well as for the party, giving it a chance uh, for renewal. Interesting and I,
0: and I know you say, it and it's interesting, I know you said you'd You're no longer a member, so you wouldn't be be voting in this process or involved in this process. But do you think there is an appetite amongst your friends who are presumably in the Green Party or people that you know for a more progressive leader, for a more progressive, aggressive stance, if you like, on some of those social justice issues?
1: Oh, absolutely! There have always been in the people in the Green Party, and, and continue to be so. There's also, um, I'd say, um, over the years, an increasing number of people like myself who feel like the Green Party left them, um, and who knows in future what could be rebuilt if it took a strong and clear enough direction. So, um, who's the who's
0: the leader, the potential co-leader you believe that would fit that bill?
1: because i'm not a member, I really don't want to go pushing any one person um but it feels like the field um at, at the best can only be out of four people because they've only they're only going to have four experienced m p s left plus Marama. so that's Chloe Swarbrick, Julian Genta to, to Arno Tuiono, or Ricardo Menendez march, and from that pool of four um I would imagine the parties looking at, at them and they'll be looking at themselves to see whether they really want to make that kind of commitment and and take that kind of risk with their lives Um, because as we can all see it's a very tough job being an MP and being a leader at the moment especially if you take um, unpopular stands as the Greens tend to do. Do
0: you think there should be a contest or would would it be better in the interest of the party or in the interest of the movement if it was one candidate if, if Chloe Swarbrick for example was uncontested?
1: Uh, I mean that's again up to the party but I actually think it's good for inner inner party democratic processes if people do have the courage to put themselves forward for leadership even if it might not quite be their time because it's kind of a testing process and I've been through it and it's very testing but it's a way for the party to assess people who are standing and while they may not elect them as co-leader at this time uh, there may be another vacancy coming up given what Marama Davidson was saying yesterday. It does sound like she may not um, st- um,
0: well, in- I think she's walked that back I think she's yeah, wa- I think she, didn't, she' she sort of didn't speak as well as she would have liked. I think the party's clarified that she does intend to stick around, but um, nevertheless, one last question I wonder left field here is the possibility of someone out who's not a sitting m p running.
1: Um, within the Green Party's constitution that's always possible but it's, it happened once before when I was around and it was a very weak position for that person to be in in some ways because if you're not an MP and part of the caucus you're still there but you don't have the same mana and resources at your disposal and I think it's better for the caucus and the party if the person is a sitting MP.
0: So all things considered, Chloe Swarbrick would be the front-runner. She's likely to get it, do you think?
1: Well, the media is certainly pushing that, but um, I I hope the Green Party has some really deep and democratic discussions. Um, May well come up with the same answer, but who knows?
0: Fair enough. Thank you very much for your thoughts. Appreciate that this morning. That is uh, former Green MP Sue Bradford, no longer a member of the Green Party, but a uh, pretty active political commentator.